Hello and welcome to the Bigger Than Us podcast. I'm your host, Raj Daniels, and today I'd like to welcome Blake Bassett to the show. Blake is currently the managing partner and co-founder of StepTire. StepTire is a company trying to give hope traction by reprocessing old car tires into soles for shoes. The mission of the company is not only to give hope traction, but also to teach a man to fish by building self-contained manufacturing facilities that can be placed anywhere in the world to allow locals to learn how to make the soles and sell shoes. Blake, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Raj. How are you? Blake, I'm doing fantastic, and I have to tell you, out of the gate, we at Nexus PMG are already fans of your product. One of our co-founders owns some of your slippers, and he can't stop raving about them. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, so that was our first rattle out of the bag was uh, some flip-flops, and so we've kind of expanded on to some shoes. But yes, I'm glad to hear that. Blake, I'd like to kick the show off with something interesting about you that you know people might not be aware. Well, so I was... Uh, Got out of college at Texas Christian University and uh, joined the workforce, and I've been a banker for uh, 21 years. Um, always had an entrepreneurial spirit um, and did some investing in some small companies, but um, was always kind of a little leery to take the leap. And um, I'll tell you, a step tire was something that I believed in so much that it was just kind of time to, you know, pull the safety rope and say, let's go for this. So, um, being a career banker and uh, then leaving to go start a company is not what a lot of bankers do once you get the golden handcuffs and the the security net of a bank. But that's probably one of the most interesting things. That is definitely not the banker's trajectory. So it must have been compelling to pull you in this di- direction. What was it about the opportunity? Uh, I think it's just that the opportunity was bigger than me and my business partner. Um, it's really, um, when, you, when you look at the business as a whole and what our mission is, um, I think it is so much about being able to give back and try to help others. Um, and that's kind of where the line Giving Hope Traction came from. Um, this business really started out of a mission trip that um, Ian and his father uh, were over in Uganda, and they were putting in running water and septic systems and uh, solar panels for the hospital and schools. And and uh, Ian just really noticed, you know what, none of these kids have shoes. Um, and a lot of the adults don't have shoes either. And um, there's so much disease that comes from that. Uh, but also, it, it's just these kids um, run around and, you know, their their feet just become so calloused. And it's, it's really um, an issue that we thought, okay, what can we do here? Um, but some of the adults that had shoes were made out of tire. And it was really about, okay, we can't dedicate it, um, pick up, leave our jobs, move to Uganda. Um, We have families here that we have to support as well. Um, But what can we do to give these people hope? Um, And so it was twofold, right? One was, how can we help get them shoes? Um, But two, how can we help them earn a wage or help support their village? Um, And that's kind of where this whole business came from. And uh, I think that's what made me take the leap to, to leave the bank. But it was, um, it was just so much bigger than me and my business partner and what we thought we could do and what we're praying that we can do um, is, is give hope traction to people all around the world. You know, in the intro, I gave a brief uh, 
brief uh, insight into StepTire, but if you can give her a broader overview about StepTire, I'd greatly appreciate it. Okay, so StepTire is a company um, that we use all recycled tires for the soles of our shoes. Um, so right now in the United States, we get um, tires from local tire shops. We get tires from our recycler, um, All-American Tire Recycling, that's over in Kennedale and the great people, great young couple that have started that business. And um, they're working very closely with us um, because they are also believe in the mission that we're trying to do. So what we do is we acquire tires um, and then we tear off the sidewalls and then we cut the tire in half and then we strip the top piece of the tread off the tire. And that is what is a sole um, because you don't want the steel and everything that's in the tire on part of, on the shoe. Um, so our shoes um, are actually weigh less than a pound. Um, they're, they're really, really light. And then the tops are made with recycled water bottles. So that's kind of a little bit about the shoe is, is us taking tires, uh, keeping them out of the landfill. We're processing them here. Once we're finished with them and we get all that we can out of them, then we take them to our tire recycler, who's 100% green, and he turns it into mulch, the rubber, and then he recycles all the steel. So he's got a fascinating piece of equipment. Um, chews up tires out of one chute at the end of it, it spits out mulch, and out the other side, it spits steel. So it's a, it's a fascinating piece of machine. Um, so what we do from that point is um, we, we have created, and, and the hardest part of this business has been creating a self-functioning manufacturing facility. And so what we did is we took a 40-foot shipping container and we've put all the equipment in that 40-foot shipping container so that it can be dropped anywhere. Um, the first one we, we will be sending to Uganda. Um, we're finishing up some loose ends on that. But once that drops over there, they go and source their tires, and they will process them just like we do here in the United States. So it helps them over there um, get the tires, um, which are readily available everywhere in the world, um, but they cause a lot of problems everywhere in the world. They have a lot of void space. They're hard to transport. Um, they hold water. They create mosquito havens, malaria, all these different things that come from tires, and they're just a bad thing for the environment. So um, that's kind of where we were trying to say, okay, if we deploy these self-contained uh, manufacturing facilities, what's the fuel, right? The fuel is tires um, because they're available everywhere. So that's kind of our mission is to teach a man to fish. You know, the proverb says, mm -hmm. you know, give a man a fish, he can eat for a day. You teach him to fish, he can eat the rest of his life. And so that's really where we are is trying to make sure that, we are supporting them, but also giving them something to work for and to, you know, be proud of. Um, so in the United States, when we sell a pair of shoes, we donate materials. We do not donate shoes. Um, we donate materials uh, to these micro factories uh, once they're up and running. So today we just donate shoes. Um, but once we have the first factory up, we will be donating materials um, versus a completed shoe. Um, so it's kind of, we, we want to help, but we also, you know, help yourself, right? So it's kind of stimming people to to have a little pride in what they're doing and, and um, 
you know, then they can sell those and do what they can to raise money for their villages and those kind of things. So that's kind of the overall big picture of what we're trying to do. So the equipment you use to manufacture the shoes, did you have to custom build it? Uh, some of it we did, absolutely. Um, there was not machinery to um, process the tire the exact way we do. Um, there was some machines um, that are available, uh, for example, cutting the sidewall off and some of that stuff. Um, we were able to source those machines, but there were, there's a couple pieces of machines, a um, couple machines, I apologize, uh, that were not really available that we had to design. And so we're proud of that. Where do you source your bottles from? Uh, so right now, um, all the uh, tops, which are the um, recycled water bottle, all the top right now comes from China um, and Vietnam. So um, they have a plant that recycles all these bottles. Um, there's a couple other shoe companies that are out there doing that. And we thought, you know, what, what a great way to help the environment. You know, we'll, if we can source the same materials, we will. And um, so I think as more companies um, get involved in trying to become more eco-friendly, it's a great thing for everyone. Um, it's not something that's proprietary toward us, um, but we want to join the, the wagon and say, look, if, if we can get everybody doing this, we can help solve some problems that we have. And in your experience of doing this, is there a particular brand of tire that works better than another? Uh, no, not really. Uh, the, the, we probably have the most trouble with like big uh, off-road mud terrain type tires. Um, and then like semi trucks and stuff like that that are, you know, a lot thicker and heavier ply. Um, we have some trouble with those, but um, we're, we're working on solutions because we want to be able to process 100% of the tires. But so there's not a brand that is easier to use um, or that works better. Um, it's But some of the, the different load ranges and, you know, different use of those tires, um, for example, semi-trucks, those are really hard for us to, to process. So we, we, are, we have not figured that out just yet. How do you power one of these manufacturing units? Um, well, they will be, they'll mostly be done with solar. Um, if they don't have electricity, it just depends on um, where they're being placed. Uh, we have an organization that's looking at uh, placing three of them, and uh, they they say that they have the power capabilities to do it. Um, and then we're also uh, going to be doing some with solar power. So it sounds like an eco-friendly operation all the way around. Well, that's what we're trying to do. Yes, sir. That's our goal. So, you know, you kind of touched on this earlier, and you mentioned your partner's father, you know, being in Uganda. One of the questions or areas I'd like to really explore is the why. You know, you mentioned you're a banker, you're compelled to move over and to do this business. But, you know, is there something that from your childhood or from your previous experiences that have, like, driven you in this direction? What's your why for doing this? Uh, my why is um, really giving back. Um, I feel like I, I've been fortunate. Um and, and I want to do something to help others. Um, it's some, you know, it's a trait that we try to instill in our kids. And my wife and I have been very involved in, in our church and, and um, some special needs ministries and different things that we just want people to have the opportunity to work and to succeed. And I think that that's really um, the why is we want to do we want to do good. Um, 
and that's something that my partner and I both believe in. And um, and I can tell you, running a startup and trying to get this running, it, it tests your patience every day. Um, but but it's again, when we sit down and it, even in your most frustrating times, you can sit here and say, but if we can get this going, look what we can do. Um, and that's really what keeps you going is being able to help others. That's why um, that's why we do this on a daily basis is we, we want to help others. That's beautiful. What is the grand vision? Let's say Magic Wand five years from now, where do you see Steptire? What do you see as far as deployment, et cetera? Yeah, so five years from now, I would love nothing more to have um, 20 or 30 mobile containers um, set up uh, where those people are are um, being successful, where they're selling shoes, they're designing shoes, um, and, and really making a difference in their local economy. Um, the, the other thing that my grand vision is, is that um, hopefully we can have these um, mobile manufacturing facilities designing shoes where they say, okay, look, here's one that is native to Uganda, right? And we produce those for them to sell there. Um, but that we could actually offer those for sale in the United States. Um, and, and they would get the proceeds of that. I think it would be really a neat thing to be able to say, okay, this is one that was designed by the Uganda team. This one was designed by Zimbabwe, you know, wherever they were um, that we can sell and give them the proceeds because it, it, it's obviously a different scenario, right? Over there, they may be able to sell flip-flop for $5, $10. You know, it just depends until how they can transport them, can they get them to the markets, those kind of things, um, where we, we can sell them or we have to sell them more over here because of U.S. labor and those kind of things. But it, it's really a, that, that would be an awesome thing, would be able to um, not only have our manufacturing facilities deployed everywhere, but to be able to have them help in designing shoes and things that are native to their area, I, th- I think that would be really awesome. That's a lovely vision. Now, do you donate the manufacturing facility? Do they buy it? How does that structure work? Yeah, so we work with um, charitable organizations. Um, and uh, so far, the, the ones that we have, um, people that are ready to go, are charitable organizations. And um, so Step Tire does not this they do not make profit on the containers um it's it's just the actual cost of getting it built um and getting it deployed um and then we go over and do some training um but that's that's it that's how so so charitable organizations um are who we're working with and it's a great fit because charitable organizations often become frustrated with they, they provide funds, they provide funds, they provide funds. And, and it's very difficult for people to take that and become self-sustaining. So at the end of the day, charities get pulled on because they've already put so much money into an organization. And then at the end of the day, it's like, but if you don't keep providing this financial support, we're just going to go back to where we were. Um, and, and so charitable organizations look at this and they say, wow, this is really something amazing that does teach them how to fish. Um, it does give them pride. It does give them hope. It does give them something to sell. It does give them, you know, something that they can support themselves with. And so that's the thing 
that again we're most excited about is is just being able to get one deployed and um, and get it in action to to prove out the the theory. But we have a ton of interest in getting them done. We're just uh, we've got one more piece that we've got to uh, finish up, but we'll we'll be getting one deployed here in the first half of the year. And what's the cost of one of your units, the entire manufacturing, the 40-foot uh, container? Uh, so the container, the retrofit of the container, everything um, right now uh, is about seventy-five dollars to $80,000. Um, we're working on that to see what we can do. Um, it also depends on how many raw materials for shoes we put in there. So that's a big variable. Um, you know, it was how many because it because it all can ship together and that's the easiest way to do it. So there's there's a variable component of all that. And a rough timeline to build one? Uh, it's about a month, month and change. That's pretty quick. Yeah. You must so have that process down. Well, you know, the containers are right there. We just have to modify, put some doors. We have to uh, get equipment put in it, bolt it down, um, kind of get all the shelving and everything put in. So it's it's not a it's not a extensive project. You know, I've been reading a lot about repurposing of containers here recently. There's an office building complex in South Fort Worth that are using containers. And I'm hearing about housing containers. How did the idea of containers come to you? Um, because there's so many of them. <laughs> um, I, and I think it's it's a safe and secure um, environment. It's something that they can close down, shut doors, lock up, and um, they're safe. So safety is is obviously something that you want to have. Um, but there, there are a lot of them out there. You know, we, we, uh, we import a lot of products. And so they, um, when they've gone to their useful life for the, the sea, it's, uh, they're, they're used for housing and it's great to see people using them for different things. Um, you know, I've been to a lot of hunting camps and they will, um, make their houses and, you know, their, mudrooms and all those kind of things out of shipping containers. It's a great use of, of the product. It really is. And it plays right into the reusing or recycling of goods. So I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, you've mentioned uh, countries in Africa a few times. Are there any other places in the world you're looking at? Um, that, that's where we have started just because um, that's where the organizations that have come to us um, are interested in going. Um, you know, we think there's, there's potential everywhere. Um, I think there's potential in Mexico. I think there's uh, there's potential everywhere. Um, you know, there's there's people that that could use a helping hand all over this world. I mean, um, I, I've even thought, as crazy as it may sound, is um, you know some charitable organizations in the United States um, in impoverished areas of the city, you know, being able to put one and helping those people out. Um, I, I think there's it's kind of endless of where they can be deployed. Um, it's just that's where we've kind of focused on at first because of the people that are interested in working with us. Um, that's kind of where their their focus is. So have you patented your process? Uh, we have not. We have a design patent um, on a couple things that we're working on, but um, we have not. So it could be very realistic where people could actually pay you for your patent and then build it in their countries. Say that again. I'm sorry. People could pay you for using, for licensing your patent and then build one in their country. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, we're all about trying to figure out ways to, to make it work everywhere. 
Um, so we're, we're interested in working with people and doing whatever we can to uh, help their cause. So I, as I mentioned earlier, you know, one of the co-founders here, Roshan, he loves them. What kind of feedback have you received from people that have bought your flip-flop so far? Oh, we've received great feedback. Um, very comfortable. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the men's and the ladies, we have two versions. Um, uh, flip-flops. So we have a uh, the, the, the men's and women's um, version that we built in arch support. We built in you know, a comfort level. Um, really, our, our goal when we started was, okay, we're going to make a comfortable, um, fashionable, well-made shoe. Um, so we've, we've really kind of stuck to that. Um, and, and our new shoe line, I don't know if you've seen that on our website, but they're called the Momentum Shoes. Um, and they are, they are actually a, we're getting a lot of great uh, reviews on those. But it's, it's really making sure we have something that's comfortable, that's stylish, and that people will wear. <laughs> so that's really our, I, our goals. I was going to ask you about your upcoming models. I believe you said you have a February release. Is that correct? Uh, so, well, so our momentum shoes um, have been released for the women. Um, the men's will be coming. It'll probably be early March before we have the men's version. Um, but we do have the women's um, shoe available. So we have a slip-on shoe. Um, it's a casual um, walking shoe, and then we have two lace versions. Um, so they're they're really stylish looking. They're comfortable. Um, so yeah, check them out. Steptire.com is the website, and that that line is called the Momentum line. I will for sure, and I'll also put a link to your site in the show notes. So Blake, switching gears a little bit, one of the questions I like to ask my guest is. You know, if you could give some advice to the audience, what would it be? Um, my advice to the audience would be, don't give up. <laughs> um, it, it's uh, it, it's my first real adventure into being um, running a, a startup by myself. Um, I mean, I have a partner, but um, of going at it where you're you're by yourself, trying to figure out, okay. How do we do this? And you come up with, you come into roadblocks, you come into all kinds of things. Um, but, but really, it's just about not giving up and, and stand to your vision. And I think that's one thing that is so important that we have created here is what is our mission? Okay. If we give up, we're letting our mission go, which our mission is to help a bunch of people try to. Um, and so that, that keeps you going, um, but you got to have something you believe in. Um, but don't give up. I think that would be my, my best advice. I love the idea of not giving up. And you kind of mentioned it earlier about your why, and it takes you through the hard times. Has there been an, perhaps a time where you felt like giving up and something you know pulled you through? Um, you know, I don't, I don't think there's ever been a time that I really thought I got to give this up. Um, that there is, um, so we, we made one shoe, um, that I thought was going to be a really simple process. It was going to be, we were going to be able to cut the rubber. We were going to be able to stamp the sole. We are going to be able to glue it, punch the straps. It was going to be very easy. Um, and it turned out it, it's our hardest shoe to make. Um, it's a, it's the simplest shoe, um, but it's really difficult. And you sit there and you say, golly, we created and we, we spent time and energy and money creating a shoe that we thought would be a very simple, 
everyday shoe that, um, that a lot of women wear. And we thought this is going to be great. And um, it, it just turned out, wow, this is really difficult. And everything's a little bit harder than you think it is, um, is another thing that I've learned. Um, but again, it was like, okay, if this is going to take too much labor, it's going to cost too much time, um, you know, maybe we have to either figure out a better way to do it or we've got to discontinue, right? Um, because we do we do have a, a lot of U.S. labor, which is important. You know, that's another thing of our company is, is that we want to build as much as we can and do everything we can in the United States. And um, so th- those are that's probably the one time that was was uh, the hardest for us was saying, OK, th- this this thing should be really simple. And it, and it wasn't. Um, so <laughs> I think that's probably the only time that I was like, God, this is really something else. So do all your friends and family receive uh, shoes for gifts? Uh, that's all they get. <laughs> and ridicule when they're not wearing them. How about that? It's that's like, pretty amazing. It's like I went from not caring what anybody had on their feet um, to that's all I look at. <laughs> you know, walking around malls, walking around wherever you are, I'm always looking at people's feet. Um, and it's just kind of a, it, it's interesting just because I, I, it was not anything that ever concerned me or I cared about. I'm not a, you know, I like nice shoes, but I don't, it was never something that I um, thought about on an everyday basis. What do people think of my shoes? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I look forward to getting some myself. Blake, are there any um, last thoughts or words you have for the audience before we go? No, I, I, I really appreciate your time, Raj, talking with me. And, um, you know, if people want to come and see what we're doing, I welcome them. Just give us a call. We'd love to show them around. And I, I know that you're planning on coming out to see exactly how we're uh, manufacturing everything. And, and um, you know, we'd love support, you know. So uh, visit steptire.com and check it out. And uh, if it's something that interests you, we'd love to uh, have you as a customer. And if they don't work out exactly right, we'll make it right. So um, I just uh, I appreciate the time and um, you recognizing what we're doing and and we're just trying to uh, do our part. Blake, I appreciate you. It's been a fun conversation. I look forward to coming by your operation. All right. Thank you so much, Raj. I really appreciate it. Thank you.